Welcome to the Cast. Welcome to the Cast. I am your Game Master, Cameron. I'm your first player, Raiden. I'm your third player, Ryan. I am your second player, Quinn. And two of us are slowly being asphyxiated by the, by the Northern Fires. Yep. Northern Fires, that's a, that's a great name for a young adult's uh, non-fiction book. Oh wow! That Northern is fires. Really? Yeah. That's really on yeah. point. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I think we have the name of this episode. Um, <laughs> so, can somebody tell me what happened last episode? Beat up Gilbert. Gilbert got got. I don't remember anything that happened last episode whatsoever. I got to continue being the good guy because Bubblegum kills <laughs> took uh, took my kill. And uh, Haroldine is still in the back, uh, summoning some uh, nasty, uh, nasty stuff. All right. So. And there's still an army we have to worry about. Yes. So, we open up scene. Gilbert is lying dead on the ground in front of uh, Cornelius. With a bullet hole directly in his head. Ham has just finished defighting... Defighting. Defiling. (laughs) Defiling. Defiling a... (laughs) Pull your jean shorts back up. A demonic rhinoceros-looking creature. You wouldn't have no idea how good of a beach those things give. (laughs) I do now, actually. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Apparently not fighting. (laughs) Meanwhile, Atheris has been helping to defend the wall against the assorted Grievous clones that have been climbing it. As it stands, the battle has uh, shifted pace, and it's still not like a full-on, they're still not like full-on charging at you yet, but they are approaching, and the Grievous clones are coming in waves. Ham is doing a pretty good job of fighting off a lot of them, and any that get through are quickly put down by the Exalted behind. Meanwhile, to the left and right, there is a company of Asmar and a company of Tieflings. Both are currently trying to pick off as many of the uh, opposing troops as they can, but are being harassed by flying demons. So, as uh, Gilbert lies on the ground, dead, from the Funky Bunch's side of the battlefield, the large TV turns on again. And it is Haroldine this time, who appears to be looking at it as if trying to look at it, as if using binoculars, but using the television screen in in place of those. She's getting really close to the screen, trying to, like, focus in and see, like, what's going on out there? Oh, okay. The wild part was that she's a heretic. Oh my, oh, oh my goodness, did did Gilbert die? I, 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 it looks like Gilbert just died. And you hear kind of like a little buzzing coming from uh, inside her robes. Sounds like someone else talking through a... It's like if you were hearing a phone conversation from one end. Right. You then hear, or you see rather, you see... What's his name? Yes. Bubblegum appears next to Haroldine and says, Oh yeah, I totally shot him in the face. It was like uh, Cornelius looked like he was going for it, but then BAM! Oh, you should have seen the look on it. Oh, it was priceless. Priceless. Beautiful. I I got the moral victory on this one. Uh, Errol Eden says, Well, I mean, like, I get why you did it, but come on, he was, he was such a fun guy. Remember that time that we, uh, we gave him, like, a 
a banner that looked like a dick and told him it was like a big honorable war banner. Oh, yeah, that was great. Oh, that, we got to do that. Oh, shit, I killed him, didn't I? Well, this place, this place, this planet was a wash. I'm going to go back up to this ship. You want you want to handle things down here, Haroldine? Well, I, I want to go back to the ship, too. There's nothing else here to... We'll just tell all the troops to charge at him and kill everyone inside. They then board a little ship and go up. Wow, the, the soldiers on their side... Well, okay. There's the regular soldiers. The foot soldiers, the, the fanatics and such. They are very confused. Like, why the fuck are our gods abandoning us? And then there are the, uh, ones in the heavy beetle-looking armor that I mentioned earlier. Who seem completely unfazed by this. To them, it looks like this happens pretty much any time they go anywhere. They show up, cause some chaos, the leaders get bored, and then they just wipe out whoever was left behind. They, uh, begin to usher, well not usher, command the many troops to march ahead and enter battle for realsies. Like, no joke. No joke this time. No goofs. As this is happening, Cornelius starts to uh, get a call on his little earpiece. I have an earpiece? Yeah, probably. How have you been talking to Fido and such all the time? Yelling. Ah. (laughs) Just yelling from the ground up in the ship. Don't worry about it. His voice travels. It's a lich power. <laughs> no, not many people know about it. Uh, yeah, no. It's, 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 it's one of the passive abilities they added in the newest patch. Yep. It's uh, <laughs> it's in a it's in a third party book. Don't don't bother looking it up. <laughs> Aren't they all third party books in the for this game? Technically, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's all homebrew. Yeah, all third party. Well, I'm sure we could argue the semantics between homebrewing and third party, but I feel like no one wants to hear that. So. No, I beg to differ. It started out as a third party. This is like fourth to Wait. fourth to like twelfth party. Well, it didn't start out as a third party. If it was a Dungeons and Dragons, is technically not a third party or a homebrew. It's just a game. I beg to differ. We read through the book. It had it had so much D and D and Warhammer stuff. Most of the pictures were Warhammer. See, I mean, yeah, it was now, inspired, now, now, here's, now here's the question: Is could every game technically be considered a homebrew? Yes. Yes. Okay, I'm glad we solved that conversation. <laughs> now, you are getting a call. Do you answer it? Yeah. yeah. You hear a familiar voice on the other side that says, So, uh, this, this, is Con- this is Cornelius, right? Trustliff? This, this, this has got to be Cornelius. I swear to God if I got the wrong number again. Again? Oh, Cornelius! So good. You still haven't figured out how to work a phone, have you? Uh, hey, look, we can't all be perfect. Well, did you did you get Haroldine to do this for you? A little. Look, she's the tech person. I'm magic guy. All right. Speaking of magic, I've noticed a distinct lack of magical necromancer in my area. Matrius did tell you where I was, right? Oh yeah. And uh. And why aren't you here? Oh, I had bigger fish to fry. Oh, really? So you didn't? You did? You just decided not to come over here, right? Oh yeah, I had other things to deal with. Who else was gonna fight Gilbert? Oh, you fought Gilbert. How's yeah, he doing? Yeah, Bubblegum killed him. Oh, Bubblegum killed him. Man, 
I could have gotten so much more mileage out of kicking that horse. So, uh, open invitation. Come over to where I am. And, uh, you know, I'll kill you again. But the big threats are all in space. Why would I stay on the ground? Wait, hold on a sec. Are you doing what I think you're doing? Slowly dying to smog? <laughs> there's there's fire around here? I, I didn't really notice any. I mean, it is a battlefield. Also, can you die from smog? I didn't think you needed to breathe. You can't, you can't really... Yeah, you, can, you specifically can't die from smog. Also, normal people can't really die from smog unless you have severe asthma to start with. Severe asthma. Unless you have severe asthma. If you're like one of those ladies who taps her long nails on a microphone before like <laughs> Slim Jim, then like you're fucked aside. Wait, hold on, a Slim Jim? I don't know, they just, literally they just... Snap into a Slim Jim is <laughs> my favorite new as- asthma. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a super quiet asthma. She taps her nails on the microphone. She taps her nails on the Slim Jim. She slowly opens it, but then it does that slack noise. It goes, Slap it, you Slim Jim! Slim Jim! <laughs> This is the gym. Welcome to the slim. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. This isn't gonna be a repeat of like episode six. I'm good. Episode six. I've had to fucking leave the recording for a couple minutes. Was that because of the skeleton war? The skeleton army? No, that was when we were playing fucking. uh, That was when we that fuck. I think that was was after we played Drunk Souls, and then we were uh, playing Cards Against Humanity, and someone played down Skeleton Army for the first date. That was me. What what wouldn't you... Surprise your first date with with an army of skeletons. (laughs) Yes, and I lost my fucking mind. What happened episode six, then? Uh, I can't remember what what we were talking about, but uh, the goof really got me. The goof got you? The goof got me. Gotten by the goof. It may have been Tiny Toes, actually, yes. (laughs) Oh, really? Who suggested that? (laughs) I, j- I just remember losing my fucking mind. Okay, and, uh... Back to the game. Back. Are you doing the- Are you doing the thing where you don't want to risk yourself, so you're just pretending to, like... You're doing the thing where it's like, oh, I didn't want to fight you anyways, so I'm just going to stay here. Oh, oh but it's the big threats. Oh, I, I'm not staying here. I'm going to deal with other things. You're, oh my god, you're running away and using that as an excuse. That's that's so adorable. I love that you still do shit like this so you can sleep at night. I can't believe... Little Cornelius, that's one of the oldest tricks in the villain book. I'm bigger than you. Wow. I mean, really, it, it's crazy. I didn't think you were capable of thinking that hard about something. Hey, quit clawing at the TV, you dumb fuck. <laughs> 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 Haroldine's still trying to look down at the, at the fucking battlefield through that TV screen and then like a she's like scratching at it and then ham just from the ground stop clawing at it you stupid fuck <laughs> <laughs> now hold on what the fuck do you mean about the oldest trick in the villain book oh you know I used to do it all the time when I was your age it's like you see I'm older than you you see a fight that's too much for you to handle and then you just think, oh, no, I didn't want to fight you at all. Uh, in fact, you ought to, I'm too good to fight you. And then you just get to leave. And and that's what you're doing right now. And, oh, my God, my little boy is growing up. I can't believe it. Pretty soon you're just going to grow up to be just like me. 
I'm older than you, you dunce. I... What are you talking about? I owned the planet where you were born. How do you think you're older than me? Warp time. Taller than you. Warp time for uh, shenanigans. Don't worry about it. Do you think height correlates to age? Yeah. (laughs) What are you, an orc? You can't disprove me. I'm technically like eight feet long. I'm eight feet tall. Can you stand on the tip of your tail? No. I'm still bigger than you, which means I'm older. <laughs> I mean, you can't fold that logic. Yeah, well, yeah. The only person who's older than me is maybe Matrius. I haven't seen him in a while. Maybe he's gotten taller. Maybe he's gotten shorter. You don't know. Maybe he has gotten shorter. Does, wait, if somebody gets shorter, does that mean they, like, reduce in age and become a child? Yeah, that's what that movie Benjamin Button was about, right? God damn it, you're technically not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) What about when really old people get short? They Benjamin Button. Yes. Closer to the grave. Did you know that nobody actually dies, they just Benjamin Button for eternity? (laughs) Fun fact, if you open a a coffin, you'll find a single sperm if you try try looking hard enough. Well, multiple after I'm through there. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. No, hold on, is that a necromancy? Is that a necrophilia joke, or is that a uh, post-mortem ejaculation joke? I mean, you can take your pick. I usually do. I don't want either of them, personally. <laughs> but it was clearly the first. <laughs> I desperately don't want this to contain necrophilia jokes. Please. Right. We'll, just, uh, we'll just scratch that out. What were we doing? Yeah, what was happening? Uh, Ignatius was talking to you over the... the Ear beat or oh yeah, I don't have to deal with this. I'm taking the oh, fucking headphone that's off. That's who was talking. Yeah, who did I you? Couldn't, I couldn't. Ca- I couldn't remember the accent. I swear to God, I don't remember anything that we've ever recorded ever. Uh, amazing. Uh, I'm gonna take the he- earpiece off. I'm gonna put it in my pocket. That's a lot of shrimp. <laughs> okay. Dude, you take the headset off and just very quietly That's a lot of shrimp. That's a lot of shrimp. Quinn's on Instagram looking at recipes. <laughs> I did not need context. And I prefer if there was no someone context. Someone filled a cooler with Mark, shrimp. Yeah. Mark, edit out the context. <laughs> so you are choosing not to rise to uh, Ignatius's provocations. No. I'll, I'll rise to anyone else's provocations, but uh, Ignatius is a bitch. Alright. So you're just gonna run away. I to the we, ship, yes. I thought we were uh, chasing the, the funky bunch back to their ship. Yes, that's what we were doing. So, as you guys resolve to do this, the opposing army starts marching forward. Oh, right. Let's finish off this <laughs> army, and then take it back to the ship. <clears throat> dragon slave. So you're casting another d- dragon slave. Yeah, what is, else is, is there do? is there a verbal warning that this is happening, or am I going to get caught in the blast? You're not close enough to the main part of the army. Fair enough. Time to cast. Fuck! It has been a long time since I opened D and dice. D and dice. Suck my dick and dice. So, okay, so I successfully cast it. Now I have to roll uh, D100 for perils uh, with a plus 5 cam. Uh, yeah. That's a 51, so 55 on perils. And then while you're looking up that, I will roll damage. 
so fucking long since I've cast Dragon Slave. I mean, not for the listeners, but for me. Mm-hmm. Ah. For the listeners, you basically cast Dragon Slave every two hours. At this point, it's my zone of truth. <laughs> it has become our checking for traps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can I use uh, check for Dragon Slave? What is the room big enough that I won't kill my teammates? And you know Even what? I've been stopping really you a lot less lately. That's fine. We're in an open field. We're in an open field. They can just run. 45 damage. 45 damage? Uh, Ryan, e. roll 3d10 for me, please. Rolling 3d10. Do I keep exploded dice? Do I do exploded dice? No. 15. 15 meters around you. Everyone must test against fear 1. And I'll just roll. I don't know if I was, like, around anyone, like, our par- my party members, at least. Were you staying in the field where Gilbert was? Yeah, no, I haven't moved from there. In which case, no, you were not close enough for that to matter. Okay. I'm still, st- yeah, I'm still standing in the middle of the field. Okay. Oh, you're still standing in the middle of the field. Yeah, yes. Okay. Well, where Gilbert was, so it's not in the middle of the field, it's like 20 feet away from the wall. But hey, yeah. quit climbing up the screen, you dumb fuck! God damn it, Haroldine! <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, we were only like 10, we were only, I think, like 10 or 15 feet, meters, whatever, from the wall. Alright, in which case, yeah, no, it, it doesn't affect anybody. But, you do see from the opposing side, the beetle-looking opponents... The back of their armor opens up. Wings. And, yes, actually, wings emerge from it. They're, they all hold spears and large seals, and they, be, and they begin to fly at the wall. Uh, from your dragon slave, you did kill a good amount of the fanatics, but the spearmen are... Continue as, to weather the storm. Yes. You recognize these troops as Matrius's pox guard. So, uh... Another wave of Grievous clones comes alongside the Poxguard, as well as the fanatics who begin rushing the wall. Uh, Sorry to interrupt, how many Poxguard are there? Oh, jeez, I didn't think of an actual number. Okay. Uh, Enough to pose a threat, it's fine. Yes, in the hundreds. Not in the thousands, like the fanatics, but in the hundreds. (coughs) Okay. And as this happens, it's clear that the true battle has begun. At the, uh, so, what was I going to say? Yes, I got it. Mark, edit that part out. <laughs> so Jack Starspeed readies his blade. Jack Starspeed. Jack Starspeed. Points his sword towards the enemy troops in closing as he stands on the wall and says, Now go, my men. It is time to do what must be done by us and live up to my family name. Just existing as living wow. up to your family name. That's copyright infringement for somebody. <laughs> who? I don't know, whoever originally invented... What the fuck was his name? John Freeman? John Freeman. John Freeman. So, John Freeman. as he points his sword at uh, the enemy troops... So the the Pox God are closing in a lot quicker than you might think that he realized. And all of his men are immediately impaled by spears. 
and are then flown up into the sky and then dropped on the ground with giant holes on their chests. A pox guard does make it to Jack Starspeed, stabbing him again directly through the chest. Oh, damn. As an exalted, this is not as big of a problem as you'd think. However, the next three pox guard that stab him certainly do pose more of a problem. They begin to carry him off. Really following in his dad's footsteps. And, quite frankly, he looks a little bit dead now. Okay, well, am I close enough that I could, I don't know, run up and grab someone, grab one of them beetle fucks' legs and uh, kind of fly over and try and hippity-hop my way up to uh, Jack Stack Speed's body? Uh, roll acrobatics. That's the wrong character, Ryan. And acrobatics in my I'm feeling a little bit more alive is. now. Yeah, so you seem like you're not quite as dead. Oh, I don't know what it was. Smoke looks like it's not as... Devastating, either. Uh, look, you can see that one tree back there now, so it's a little. Yeah, we can see a few more layers of trees. Yeah, we can actually differentiate between them. I'm gonna spend a point of parole to reroll my tens. So that's 30, 31. 39, 40, uh, 46, 53. Did I grab you a sweater? 53? Yeah. And that was an acrobatics? That was an acrobatics, yeah. Alright, so you actually are be a- um, able to begin jumping off of their backs. Just so you guys know, Raiden got up for a second. Okay. However, as you do... He's also peeing. More of them begin to chase you. That's fine. And in fact, some of them are going to make attacks against you. Fucking try it, sissies. So three of them are attacking you. One gets a 30, does that hit? Yes. 42 hits, and 43 hits. Yes. All right. I apologize in advance for this. It's going to take me a second. No problem. I forgive you. This time. Only this time. You pull this shit again, though. And that's fucking it. You're out of here. Quinn's going to be the new DM. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, I was there for those full metal alchemists once. That... Probably Which we still have to do. I still have an entire one ready to go whenever you guys want. So the first one does 57 damage. Okay. Penetration? Uh, four. Okay, I've arrived. So we said 57, 51. But you're gonna yada 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 the shit out of this. Fuck off. <laughs> You got your damage? I got my damage. Ooh, you're not sharing it with the audience, huh? Well, that's not very immersive. Alright, next time, next one does 26. Okay. So, probably not getting through this one. Yeah, not even picking up the dice, huh? Oh, uh, hold up. Okay, I thought you were just looking you at your It's still penetration... Four. Four, so that means I take off that many, divided by that many... And I take two damage from that attack. And the last one does 29. They're hitting with spears? Yes. Okay. Uh, power spears. I'm going to grab this next one. <laughs> power spears? Well, power lances. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab this power lance and squeeze it, between, squeeze my butt cheeks real hard and catch it. I disarm this fool. Alright, roll to disarm. So that was Constitution, which is fucking six now, boys, because I'm good. 
I don't even think I can get. Oh, never mind. I think I have. I think I have. Yeah, I have strength six. I think I got it with mutations. And I did look it up, and they do get to roll to resist unarming. That is a really, really shitty roll. But that is okay. You do. You successfully rip the spear out of the pox god's hands with your butt cheeks. I was keeping ones on that one, but okay, sure. <laughs> That's good. That's good. These guys aren't particularly dexterous. Well, actually, they are particularly dexterous, but just not as much as your constitution. That is that is fair. All right. However, you do manage to uh, reach the three that are carrying Jack up. He is kind of softly murmuring to himself, "I'm Jack Starspeed." Okay, so it's okay, guys. He can as, he can as, burn a face. As I was flying up. I'm going to reach back and I'm going to pull that spear out of my back and I'm going to lunge and jump. And basically I'm going to try and jab it into one of the three uh, three creatures so I can get some kind of handhold on it or some kind of a stabilizer. Okay, are you going for the back then? Uh, I guess that would be for the back, yeah. Not really. I'm not attempting to damage. I'm just attempting to get stick me, it in. Give me a uh, lashing <laughs> point. <laughs> roll. What would I roll? Uh, that's an attack. With weaponry. Okay. Uh, I have to do my level, and I have zero in weaponry. Oh! So, uh, <laughs> just yeah, you're really a one-trick pony, huh? Why do you have this? <laughs> I, I just want... I thought it would be better than trying to grapple onto him, but in hindsight, grappling onto him would probably be better. But uh, that's neither here nor there, and we don't have to worry about that. So that is a 26... 26? Yeah. Is that all? That's all. You miss. Okay. You so are now in free fall. On the way, I, I'm going to realize I'm going to miss, and I'm going to try desperately as one at, one last attempt, because I have multiple attacks, to just grab on the stack speed's foot and hold on. Tell you what. You make a really high acrobatics roll, and I'll let that happen. Okay. Otherwise, hey, you're Ryan, gonna... you have m- multiple attacks, not multiple actions. Yeah. Because this technically isn't a multiple attacks action. But Unless you want to punch his foot. Okay. If you make it high enough to impress me. So let's say 38. Shit, and I'm going to spend a point of parole. Uh, that is a 45, 50, 56. Unfortunately... You fall just short of his leg, and you are now in free fall. Okay. So, uh, Cornelius and Atheris, you notice that Ye- that your friend Ham Henderson is falling from the sky at great velocity. Glo- great velocity. Is there anything you want to try to do to save him? See, I wish... How can we narratively do slow... <laughs> what do you mean? I have the spell slow, and what it does normally is target. So it says target may only make uh, half actions. I don't think that's going to affect gravity. I think that only affects what I can do. Yeah, that's affecting him, yeah. not gravity. Yeah, that would. That just means that it would take him a second to like react before he smashes into the ground and dies. It would actually hurt. I would fall faster. To me, I would perceive it as being as falling faster. 
But, I have a horse. But, so it would give... If he's falling slower, but with the same velocity, technically, it would still give uh, Atheris more time to run over there and catch him. I've but got, he wouldn't be I've falling got, slower. First of all, I've why got, am I catching I've got him? five points of parole left. I can summon five meters of chain, and I can try and wrap it around some goon's neck and stop my fall that way. That's going to be another weaponry test. That's Yeah, but I have a bunch of feats... That boosts my where, improved weaponry. Improvised. Where is he falling? Yes. Like what? What is? What is he falling into? Basically, the ground. Uh, I know, but like, in, in he, what kind of area? He's going field. to land behind the walls, but only just. Oh. So he's close enough that you're going to be underneath. Him. Well, not like. What the fuck, cat? Underneath him. I'm underneath him. Can I just send out my horse to go catch him? I have a horse. Can your horse fly? No. Well, I don't really see how it's that would magic, be any better it's than It's magic, the though. Okay, well, what about this? Is there any way for my horse to find a way to, like, get up high somewhere <laughs> so it can leap? And then while it, like, leaps across, like, a majestic gap, um, Ham just latches onto the horse and then it carries him over to the other side. Like, okay. mid-leap. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> because, okay. What's your horse's stats? I don't know. All I wrote down for the, the feat that I got was it's called Divine Bond, and all I wrote down was Magic Horse Explanation <laughs> points. <laughs> and then I get another one later called Warp Driver, and now my horse is pale gray and has Aura 5, and I don't know what that means. It's resistant to magic. Okay, so it can't be shot down by magic while it's trying to catch him. So that's I mean, good. no, it still can. It just... Not by take magic. as much damage. No, it's not immune. It's just resisting. For example, my rubber boots let me resist electricity. That does not mean I'm immune to it. Believe me, I've tried. Give me a second. Wait, hold on. Not intentionally tried, mind you. It just kind of happened. A lot. Frequently. Every other day. That will be a dexterity check. On the horse's part. And this is a divine... Or this is a... Uh, Special the divine bond, yeah. yeah. So I'll give him a bit of a boost to some of his stuff. So, Ham is in free fall. The ground is closing in fast. Even if he wanted to use these chain, he would not have enough time to get the chain out and swing it towards a a free action like that. Okay. Yeah, it's not. It's not that. It's not that part that's the problem. It's the swing it apart. The half action to do a single turn, so like three seconds. Cornelius cast slow on you, so you can't actually do it. I'll Cornelius save him. Slow. <laughs> Cornelius the... cast slow, so you get to deal with the potential death for even longer. However, just like it looks like all it, just as it looks like all is lost, a gray horse leaps into the air and catches Ham on his back. Right now, my back is folded in half, and you killed me slower. Well, he takes most. Of the, okay, look, you're falling towards the ground, right? Horse jumps off the wall, catches you in midair. The momentum is uh, transferred onto the horse, lands on the ground, and surprise, surprise, you're, you somehow didn't die from that because the horse rolled a fucking fifty, and it has three dexterity. Well, good for the horse. I love my horse. And two athletics. I don't know how it did it, 
but fuck me, I guess. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit there for a kind of a while contemplating what just happened. I've never been on a horse before, so I'm gonna <laughs> kind of try and kick myself off. Maybe fall. My foot's gonna get caught in the uh, the rain. I'm gonna face plant. I'm gonna pull myself up. I'm gonna dust dust off my jeans. I'm gonna pat the horse and send the horse on the way, and then I'm gonna run back out into the battlefield. <laughs> On other areas of the battlefield, you notice that uh, Reiraku is having some difficulties fighting off uh, five of the plague guard, but is using every trick at her disposal to try and even the odds. Juicebox is also trying to put in his effort against the fanatics. He has rushed into their ranks and has begun using his chainsaw tail to wreak havoc. And the troops are... Uh, the troops on your side, especially with Jack Starspeed's death, are beginning to get a little worried, and they're kind of backing off a little. Until 47 steps up and says, Come on, lads, this is nothing that you, can, that you can't handle. <laughs> this is nothing you can handle. This is nothing <laughs> you can handle. You can't I'm, handle this. Now, I'm not going to lie. I'm glad someone else is, because none of us are commanders. Nope. Oh, God, no. Mm-mm. I'm not even a legendary I like, creature. I mean, like, I like to think that this entire time Atheris has been kind of sitting with her troops and has just been sitting there like, okay, so at this point, like, we meet Yoshikage Kira. She just wants to lead a normal life. And it's, <laughs> like, that's all I've been fucking doing. Oh, that's great. I need everyone to assume at all times that every character I ever played knows about JoJo and is in deeply, deeply in love with JoJo. But of course. that's just something. That's something that I need everyone to know about me at all times. Just like every NPC. Just like every NPC. Just like every, every single character in every game we've ever played is deeply in love with JoJo and appreciates it as the fine art form that it is. So at uh, 47's rallying, the uh, troops, they, they begin to gain, gain a bit of their nerve back. As for on the other side of the battlefield, now that the Plague Guard is actually fighting back instead of just walking forward menacingly, things have begun to turn out of the favor of the Asimar and Tiefling. Thanks to Raiden's multiple dragon slaves, they sorry, have... Who's? Uh, sorry, Cornelius's... Who's this Raiden guy? He has Nino's dragon slave too? Can we get him right now on this? I have to be able to cast it better than him. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Cornelius's dragon slaves, uh, the... Marines are able to hold out a lot more than they should be able to. However, they have taken heavy casualties. Can I, uh, can I have a petition? Can, can I do an audio petition right now between the uh, the four of us? Oh. Mm-hmm. For a particular theme song that would work great. Or maybe not a theme song, but a particular song that would work great in this particular instance. Are you going to get us copyright striking? Uh, like I'm allowed to play like five seconds, right? Are you sure you want to yeah. take that gamble? Do it. Well, hold on. No. No, Ryan! That's less than five seconds, we're good. Yeah, we'll just edit. <laughs> but you get the idea, you get the idea. <laughs> you know what I'm playing. We'll just we'll just edit that part out. We'll just make it uh, finiculi okay. finicula. Spider-Man we'll pizza just... theme. <laughs> just like every other musical bit on his show. Wait, hold on, won't that also be copyright stricken? No, because the place I got it from was royalty-free. Please find a uh, MIDI version of that song 
and uh, just slowly, slowly, like, if you can, uh, very quietly underneath, just start playing it. Just, like, fade it in. Now, hold on. Yeah, are midis copyrighted? No, they're not. No. Midi forms aren't. No. Midis are cool. Huh. So, so we could be adding midis in. I just don't just want aren't. to. Well, now it's not you who has to. <laughs> You're right. That's true. Cut like just just cut um, Mark's rent back like five more bucks and get it. To we happen. just we just gotta get a mini version of dig your heels in and clench. <laughs> if so, that's if that's the door to Mark's room uh, opening, tell him he has more work to do now. <laughs> okay, we can't get too sophisticated because I still do need him to pay rent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I never said sophisticated. We're talking about MIDI Sabaton here. Speaking of MIDI Sabaton, actually not speaking of it at all. Uh, because it's a copyright strike. Of course. Well, I mean, for podcasts, we don't get strikes. We just get our shit taken down. That's fine. Uh, what was I? Oh, yes. Uh, any other characters I haven't counted before? Oh, yes. Uh, Sparta is... Actually doing quite well now against the flying demons. Demons. He has taken a lot of damage, but he is beginning to gain the upper hand in the fight until the uh, plague guards start swarming him. So, so far, the battle is not going in your favor at all. Okay, so now I'm on the ground. I'm in the battle. What I'm going to yell, I'm going to yell at the ASMRs and the tieflings. I've got to, like, circle up and bunch up, and the, the people in the front rows are going to get on their knees, and everyone's going to point their gun in a different direction to kind of try and dismay from the uh, uh, aerial. So what, I, what I'm meaning by that is they all got to do this. You want a phalanx with guns. They all got to do this, and they're all going to be pointing out in different directions. I know what a phalanx Ryan, is. We're okay, in an well, audio I wasn't format. sure what the phalanx is. So Fal- I'm saying what You ever I'm see 300? I did. And also Did, Napoleon. Remember how that movie ended? Poorly. Yes, so, but I'm saying you remember that scene, right? Yes, kind of like, like that. that, but with gun instead of shield, but gun. Yes. Yes. So you want it to not be a phalanx at all? <laughs> then why <laughs> bring it the fuck up? So, uh, as you request, as you suggest this, well, the tieflings <clears throat> over the radio says, uh, "Yeah, I'm sorry, boss, but there's like ten of us here left." Well, then fucking more incentive to circle up then, isn't it? And they they do try to circle up, but again, there's so few of them that it doesn't really cover a whole lot. It'll cover their backs, and that's all that matters. Well, how does Ham know this? Also, yes, how does Ham know this? I don't fucking know it. I don't know how I know it. Why do I have to explain why Ham knows it? I'm not fucking any kind of military history tactician, man. I see my people dying. I see people, you know, their backs are turned. The beetle comes down and picks it up. Hmm, man, there's got to be a better way of watching their backs. And there is a better way of watching their backs. Well, with how the, uh, with how the Space Marines, I'm just going to call them both that, are fighting, uh, since they are too heavy for the Pox Guard to pick up, they are mostly just stabbing into them. Stabbing into them from the back. Yes. Which no, is no. what I'm saying. So if you eliminate the stabbing from the back, they only have to focus on what's in front of them. All right. And above them. And above them. Because they can fly. Yes, but um, that's one direction we've just eliminated that you can get attacked from, is what I'm saying. Alright. They start doing that. It's kind of working. Good. 
kind of better than not at all. Fair enough. And getting stabbed in the back. However, over the radio, one of the uh, tieflings says, Hey, uh, boss, you know what might be a better idea? If we were to retreat and go back get go back to you guys? Go back to us, like, inside the walls where these things can just fly over? And on the way there, just get picked off? That's yeah, but a we, wonderful are, idea. we are sitting out here alone getting attacked by these things. And going into the wall and having them fly over the wall isn't going to do anything there. If we want to retreat, that's a good idea. I'll fucking cover you. And I'm going to scream and, I guess, try and draw as much attention as possible. Mainly by banging chains together. Hey, look at me. You fucking haven't managed to kill me yet. You guys suck. Man, you're just as bad as Matrius. All fucking beef and no brain. Not even brawn. Just sheer fucking muscle mass. And disgusted bloatiness. Are you insulting Matrius or are you insulting me now? Well, I mean... If you want to direct a dragon slave at me when everybody else is around me too, then I guess that works just fine. That's metagaming, and that's not fair. (laughs) I guess I'm going to try and clamber on top of the TV screen and screaming obscenities the whole time. You would have to run through the entirety of their forces to get there. Bold of you to assume that will stop him. Well, I'm just going to try and draw as much as attention as I can, and if I yeah. have to go out, I'll go out. In which Ryan, case... if you're in the middle of that, I can't dragon slave. Roll perform. Fucking, why do I have no useful skills anywhere? What 20. happened to your 10 session plan? That's a 20? My 10, because this is outside my expertise, and we don't really have anybody that's a face that's doing much right now. We, this is a party without faces, yes. <laughs> that's a strange I way mean... of putting it. Actually, all of my stats are basically in. Fuck! Why didn't we? St- why didn't we name that? Why didn't we use that as our name? What? Party without faces. Because genital raiders is so much better. No, I meant for the podcast. Oh. Uh, well, that actually just is a much better sounds name. Sounds a little edgy. It does kind of sound a little edgy. Does it? Yeah. That was only a twenty. A twenty. Well, I mean, okay. There is a lot more attention being directed towards you. But the uh, but the space marines are still under some pretty heavy fucking fire right so now. So they might as well just dig in and do what they can. Because if they turn and fucking run, they're going to get picked off. So, Atheris. Mm-hmm. You start getting a message. Okay, so at this point, like, the, he's got his kid and he yells out, Yes, my name is Yoshi... Oh shit, okay, I gotta get a text. I get the message. I receive the message. Alright. Uh, is this... Is is this, uh, Henderson? Ham Henderson? Ham... Hen, no, you got the wrong, uh, number, buddy. Ah, uh, sh- uh, shit. Who is this? Why the fuck would I tell you that? You have the wrong number. Uh, My oh, name is Atheris. What do you want? Oh, shit, it's Atheris. Okay, that's, uh, that's... Well, I mean, not quite as good, but the next best thing. Okay, who are you? Who is this? Oh, uh, well, I don't think we've met before. I? No, definitely, you're in the wrong number that called my phone. <laughs> so, like, why would I have ever met you before? Wow, you're good at this being annoying thing. I'm Ignatius. Leader, well, not leader of the Funky Bunch. We're all kind of leaders in our own way. But, you know, let's face it, I'm kind of the main one here. Uh, Ignatius, I'm Funky sorry, Bunch. you who? You who? Ignatius, Funky Bunch. You know, the guys you're fighting right now. Yeah, no, I'm sorry, that doesn't, uh, doesn't ring a bell. 
anyway, like, I know Ham. We kind of hang out sometimes on weekends. <laughs> I can take, like, a message if you want. You know, you can't do that bit to Matrius and then do that to me, right? That just doesn't work as well. When you're saying, like, oh, Matrius, uh, can you get Ignatius on the phone? Because he's the more important one, and then you do the same. And it just doesn't really work. If somebody has access to both sides of those conversations. Maybe you're all just all equally as incompetent. Look, anyways, uh, I was Put like kind of in on the, the phone. I was a bit <laughs> <laughs> the only one that actually does anything. I was a little bit in the middle of something. Um, so, like, do you yeah. need help? Or? Oh, right, yeah, I'll make this quick. So, uh, I want Cornelius to come over and fight me. And right now, he isn't picking up his uh, picking up his messages. Oh, sweetie, look, if someone's not picking up your messages, honestly, like it's a better option for you in the long run to just forget about them and find someone who like appreciates you. Wow, you know what? That is actually some really good advice. Yeah. All right. Well, how about I uh, try it like this then? If you don't send Cornelius, we'll begin to orbitally bombard the planet. I'm kind of surprised they haven't been doing that to begin with. Uh, okay. Yeah, we good? Cool. Cool. I guess. Can you tell Grievous I said hi? How do you know who Grievous is? I don't. I've just heard about him. I think he's fucking sick as hell. I mean, he How's is. Your, how does your own dick taste, Quinn? <laughs> <laughs> Yep. Anyways, okay. I'll let Cornelius know. Did you want to, like, talk to Ham? You called wanting to talk to Ham. I don't know why Again, you kind of just settled on me. Well, but... you're kind of the, you're kind of like the secretary, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I, I, I thought I'd settle for the lesser... Well, what? okay, I'm Did done it? now. Goodbye. And he hangs up. Okay, bye-bye. You know, there's a certain... It's funny to me listening to him try and get under the skin of someone who is a snake. <laughs> if you get under the For skin, the there's, what, there's just literally more skin. just shed it. Okay, I guess I'll call Cornelius. With what? His earpiece uh, is the phone out. that uh, the phone I took I my just fucking called. earpiece out. Oh yeah, you did tell me. No, However, you uh, are probably within shouting distance of him. Am I? Probably. Yeah. I'm only like ten feet away from the wall. Quinn Cornelius is just a fucking turret. He is a conduit for dragon slaves and little else. I guess I can... I guess, yeah. Am I actually within, like, yelling distance? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, so then I'll just yell... Cornelius? What? Um... Uh, oh shit. Uh, somebody called for you? Was it Ham? No, they were looking for him, but then they just stopped looking for him and told me about all their shit instead. Oh, it was Ignatius. Yeah, that was his name. Iggy something. Um, Iggy Azalea called, and <laughs> uh, he, um, he said, uh, I wrote it down, he wants to fight you, or else they will start glassing the planet, and so are you gonna do that? We are good guys now. I need to I reiterate know. that. We had that change of heart a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I don't so, like it either. But Did I he mean, tell you where he was? Is he still in the same spot? Is he just sitting still? I think he's probably been sitting in the same spot. He's just texting almost from the toilet. He's just... 
Hey, do we know anyone who knows shit about, like, computers? Yes. Yeah, our dog is a fucking robot. <laughs> dog is literally a computer. <laughs> Can we find out where he where he's shitting from, and then we just... We bombard him? I'd be up for that, yeah. He's kind of rude to me on the phone. Yeah, he's kind he of a rude like, person. That's He called just... me a secretary, and, like, he's not wrong. But I kind of prefer to be called, like... An office manager. Look, he's got one character trait, and it's that he's kind of insensitive. I guess. And he wears a robe. That's it. So he has two character traits. Well, I wouldn't count the robe as a character trait, but if we're really digging for it... Alright, where's our dog? <laughs> Come here, boy. I shake a little can uh, of treats. So I, shake, I shake a little can of, like, ram chips. Nuts <laughs> and bolts. Like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants a new CPU? Who wants a new CPU? It does I've got take a nice while. little hard drive here. <laughs> but eventually, uh, it, eventually, Juicebox does emerge, and he plops uh, plops beside you. He is currently covered in blood. I give him a big scritches. Unsurprising, he's he, a fucking murder machine. He loves the scritches. Didn't he nearly kill us when we got introduced? To oh yeah, him? he is the closest you've ever come to death. Well, I mean, I was pretty close to dying last time. Also, that reminds me, I probably haven't healed, huh? Nope. I was, that was the closest I've ever been to death after that encounter. With juice box. Yeah. But now he's our good, good boy. So, uh, what can I do for you? What can I do we you need for? You, we need you to find <laughs> out where a man is shitting from. I know where all men are shitting at all times. Please be more specific. <laughs> <laughs> There's several on the battlefield doing it right now. Uh, we'll give him. We'll, we'll feed him the information uh, that we were being called for, but I don't know. Hand him our cell phones like he's a fucking substitute teacher. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, this is a pretty easy tr- signal to trace. Uh, it's right in this area. He shows you a map. It's exactly where Ignatius said he'd be. Mm. Can we? Can we blow it up? From space. We, have the... we should ask. Fio. Where's Fio? Where's my boy? Where's Fio? Uh, uh, hey guys, a little busy here. What, what, what do you need? Do Can... we have the capacity to blow up a little place? Uh, where is it? Uh, I send him the coordinates over my space phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> takes a pic- oh, takes a picture. Oh fuck no! Ugh, God. Why? Because they have an entire fleet hanging in the yeah, air I'm... over there. And if we tried to do that, they'd shoot us out of the space. Not the sky, but you know what I mean. I guess, but, like, you can't even, like, get close. You can't just, like, hit it from kind of the... from an angle. Look. Hit and run tactics, you know. You can't just zoom by. One good punch. Drop one. Drop one shell. Look, Slam the ship into the planet. I'm a pretty good pilot. But right now, they have a giant death laser ship pointed in our direction. And the only reason we haven't been shot out of the sky yet is because we're close to the close to the planet, and quite frankly, just stuck to this position. I don't know if we can actually leave this planet right now. Hey, 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 hey. Yes. Hey, what? Hey. What do you? What the fuck do you want, Ham? Can we get aboard one of their ships? No. And take it over. Hey. I'm not asking you, Fiao. You're, you're busy with your own stuff. I'm saying we got access to ships here. 
Can we crash one of these ships into their ships? That's something after. For now, I think we're gonna have to go and fight this fuck. I don't wanna fight him. I wanna subvert the fight. Then I'll fight him. You guys keep doing this. Okay, Ham, me and you should figure out how to take a ship. Juicebox, you can help us. You're a computer whiz and also a dog. Um, and Cornelius can go fight Ignatius to distract them and stuff. Sure, why not? Is that a plan? Or do we wanna help help against the battle with Ignatius and all that? No, I think you guys are going to be needed here, considering that this is going pretty fucking poorly. Okay, so we're going to game plan, and we're going to strategize on how to steal their ship, and then use that ship to bombard their other ships. Yes. Weird idea, but I mean, worst case scenario, I die and come back in a couple days, it's fine. That's true. But try not to die. We need you to at least try to, like live as long as you possibly can. I'm not gonna lie, I'm feeling not too great right now. I'm sitting at, I don't know, if I was to say out of 24, I'm sitting at 7. That's kind of a weird unit of measurement. This is some pretty arbitrary numbers, but they sound quite bad. That's not great. Do you you want help? What, do you know know magical healing? Because it also doesn't do anything to me. I know... How to be good at poker. Yeah, that's not gonna help me here, Sunshine. We could snap your neck and you can fight him in three... Oh, there we go, we can snap your neck. So you died on the battlefield and that, uh, unfortunately, Cornelius can't come out to fight right now. Can you wait three <laughs> to five business days? Oh. I mean, that'd be kind of... I mean, yeah. Like, we, we can text I mean, him a okay. picture of your dead body and everything, so he knows it's a Yeah, dead. we literally can. I mean, like, the thing with that is I always look dead, so... Ah, you know, dude, you know. he was just on... Just... He was just... He was so excited to come oh, fight with you. Oh, you just missed him. He was so excited to come fight with you, and then one of your Beetle boys just kind of snapped his neck. Kind of weird. And, uh, so we're gonna have <laughs> to wait... can't believe he got caught off guard like that. So we're gonna have to wait three to five business days. Uh, we're not actually sure how long it takes. Usually it's three to five business days. And then, um... Well, can we can we schedule it in then? Pencil it in. I have a lunch on Thursday at like two, but uh, I, I do, before I do, that, I'm fine. I do have that appointment with the tailor next week too. That I gotta kind of take oh, into consideration. Oh yeah, you can't cancel that again. You can't. Yeah, I've been pushing it off for forty years now. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Is that the so? Is this what you guys are doing there? It's the most. Uh, no, I think we. I'm gonna have to. Because he's probably just going to blow up the, you know, where he, where okay, he is. Okay, okay, but that's not as fun as what we're talking about. Really. I know we're trying to I mean, that's true, anyway. but we're, we're trying to be good guys, and he's threatening to blow up a but fucking planet. I don't know if we have enough, a, a whole lot of room for goofs and gags here. It's we, getting to the point where I'm not sure if it's good, just boring. So, if I might, as you guys are having this conversation, one of the smaller cruisers among their fleet... Just little lasers start coming off of it and hitting the planet. Little lasers. It's like a light Little show. lasers. It blows up like one chicken coop. <laughs> it's like, oh. And it's, it's, not, it's not even anywhere near where you guys are currently. Hey, uh, hey Juice Box, could you, could you, could you, doing that weird technology did you did to track this guy down, can you send him a text saying, Jesus Christ, Cornelius is on his way, calm the fuck down? Yeah, like it takes time to get places. We can't, you can't just you can't just materialize there. We're not one of them fucking goofs that can just teleport. Give us some goddamn time. You know, you and can't we'll, just always call him. I don't. I don't have his number. I have his number. I can just hit redial. Call that. Do you do so? Do you do so? 
Yeah, but I hand the phone to Cornelius. I still have my phone. I just took it out. Yeah, no, but now... Here, talk to him. You talk to him. Yo. It's, I- it's Iggy Azalea. Can you again. wait, Can like, to- two fucking minutes? You should know that time passes, dumbass. I mean, yeah, but I'm getting bored. I'm on my way, you fucking troglodyte. Also, I'm just kind of liking... Hanging up now. I'm, watch- I'm, I'm watching Bye. this and it's actually kind of like... Fuck, fine. Okay, let's go. Or, I'll, I'll go. Um... I guess I'm gonna start walking. <laughs> uh, hey, don't you have a motorbike? Also, somebody says, "Oh yeah, hey jackass." Fuck you! What? It's uh, actually one of your crew members. <laughs> That's pretty fucking bold of them. You guys have been getting really bold as of late. Very brazen. And actually, I don't know if you'd actually recognize any of your crew members. Would you? Uh, would we? Yeah, we'd recognize our crew members. We're not. I'd above recognize our crew. like one or two, probably. Okay, this is one of the people who's been there from day one. Oh yeah, oh, then shit, we probably yeah, then know. Probably, yeah, I'd recognize who's been there the longest. In which case, yes, it is. Uh, it is a. It's one of the people who's been there since day one. It's, it's a one of the mushrooms. It's a squat, actually. Damn. You oh. recruited them before you recruited the shrooms. Oh. Damn. They should probably know not to fucking be mean to us then. Either that or they're at the point where they just don't give a shit anymore. Mm. To be fair, it's kind of life or death here. Well, because now at this point we've devoted ourselves to being good people, so now they can get away with this shit and they know that we won't fucking kill them. I mean, worst case scenario, we just get into another prank fight. Mm-hmm. So, the uh, the squat says, uh, So, we draw straws, we drew straws, I don't know the proper terminology. I got the short one, so I'm on the suicide mission to de- deliver you to wherever you need to go. You drew the short straw because you're a squat. We're all drawing. First of all, racist. <laughs> We're all drawing straws. It's more a height joke than a race joke, but uh, I, okay. Fucking Jimmy's is a mile long. I'm not sure how he did it. He he has one of those little landing pods that you use all the time. He gets in the pilot seat, kind of slaps aside, and says, "All right, let's not keep the Raven Queen waiting." Oh, I mean, that's I a, that's explicitly his purpose is to keep the Raven Queen waiting. Yeah, she's uh, she's not super thrilled with me. Oh, great! Maybe it'll get me some, some special consideration when I uh, deliver you and get shot out. Why of are you so fucking negative? Look, I didn't want an answer. Let's keep going, negative, Nancy. All right. Ew, I'm waiting on you. I will get into the pod. Thank you, Ray. And he's gonna lean with it, or Ham's gonna lean over and whisper to Ethereus, leave it to the squad to have a short temper. <laughs> That's yeah. not appropriate. No, it's not. It was very That's right. not appropriate work paper, workplace banter. No, no, you're right. You, you took know a what? course I, I on this, Ham. My God. I gotta book myself in for cultural uh, uh, sensitivity training. You're right. And I will commit to it. I will commit to <laughs> it. I feel like time. you didn't even listen to Gregory when he came in to teach us. Well, like, I mean, it, you know, I, was, I, was, I was young and dumb. You know, it was just funny jokes. Funny, but now I realize the error of my ways. I will sit down. I will take that class seriously. I will do it appropriately. That's good to hear. That I appreciate that. At least someone here doesn't have a short attention span. Mm-hmm. So as you guys, oh, uh, so I'm going to be cutting to Cornelius for a while now. I go back to telling my squad, and now Ham, I'll go to. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to interject with: Did you know that John Wick himself is a JoJo? Yes, he is. Because John Wick's real name is. 
How quickly can you Google this, right? His, uh, uh, his real name. What the fuck? His real name. All right, name. let's just move on. Yeah, okay, I, we're moving on. You kind of whiffed on it. Yeah. As yeah. you guys are flying through the sky. Uh, well, you're staying low to the ground so that you don't get shot out of the fucking sky. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's gonna be a bit of a longer flight. So, uh, guy behind the wheel says, uh, so, this, uh, this Ignatius guy, that, that's his name, right? Yeah, sure. So, uh, is what, kind of a wizard or something? I mean, more or less. Alright, alright. Cool, 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 cool. Why? I'm just, just curious. Why? Look, I'm probably gonna get, again, I'm totally expecting to die here, so, uh, yeah. Just, just, you know, making small talk. Just have a little bit of positivity. It's, it's, it's fine. So, how do we want to go about this? Uh, you fly to where it is. Yeah. And then you land. Oh, I'm just going to land? You're not going to, yes. like, you don't want to take this from a distance or something? Okay. All right. Fair. No, fair. No, he's going to want to do some gloating before we, like, we're going to land. He's going to want to gloat. And then we're just gonna, we're gonna do some, I don't know, probably banter. He's gonna try and flex on me. Uh, and then you flex better know. on him. Not, and metaphorically flex, not, not literally. He's a, he's a, he's a book nerd. Cool, 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 cool. You are, you do approach the city. That, it is a scarp, a charred hellscape now. It is no longer Charged. a city. Mm-hmm. You do sense that a lot of arcade magic was being used in this area. And uh, from a specific... from just, like, some general point in the city, a large... Uh, you see a large explosion, almost as if it was done by a dragon's life. Dragon's life fight. And now you have a general idea where it is, so he... So your pilot then begins to say, so, so you want me to drive towards that? You know what? You can just park here and I can wander through the streets. Okay. You know what? I, I, I appreciate I, that. And it's he, okay. You go and you go back to the main to the to the big fight and go and I don't know. See if you see how you can help. All right. I, I think I'll do that. I, I it's uh, the fear of my own mortality is kind of getting to me right now. So <sighs> I wouldn't know. Either way. You have yourself a good who's one. In, who's insensitive now? He's going to get off the ship, and he's going to close the door. And uh, at, right before he uh, leaves, he does say, and uh, Cornelius, thank you. And then he takes off and flies away. Okay. So, going through the city, again, this clearly wasn't... it. This was clearly a recent destruction. I mean, obviously. It looks like it happened pretty much as you guys were doing all the fighting in uh, in wherever you were. And you can't really see any signs of life. If you want to make a perception to try and find anything, you can, but eh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, no. No, I'm just going to cast a Dragon Slave straight up and it's a signal beacon to, to Ignatius. Do you want me to roll for that, or are we just doing that narrative? We're just doing it narrative. <laughs> okay. So, you see something in the distance. It is humanoid in figure, or in shape. Yes. 
and it it is uh, it's about a kilometer away. Okay. Okay. You know what? We're gonna we're gonna walk towards it. Oh, you're walking towards it, huh? Yes. Ooh, I think I had a I think I had a cool description thing planned for this. So, oh, I'm gonna need a second. Cam <laughs> needs to this mentally shit prepare just come himself. Out of nowhere. So, you walk towards the figure in the distance. You can't see any specific details, but you know who it is. As you walk towards it, as much as you do obviously suppress your emotions, there is a certain intensity within you that you feel. Your muscles clench and prepare for the incoming fight, and as they do, ripples of muscle magic spark off of your skin. Meanwhile, the visage in the distance wears a cocky grin, but in his eyes are the intensity of somebody who is not sure what to expect from the fight coming. And although he definitely does attempt to hide his anticipation, his sheer magical essence manifests in the form of a transparent glowing demon falling... Nope, Sonny's fucking with the box. In the form of a transparent glowing demon trailing behind him. He then lets out a wicked cackle and says... Cornelius! Have you have you done something with your hair? I like what you've done with your hair. Have you been practicing that laugh for the past, uh, hundred years or so? Oh, you know, every night before I go to bed. Vocal coach says that it keeps the, uh, keeps the lungs crisp. The lungs? Yeah, the lungs, you know. It keeps the lungs crisp. Keeps the lungs crisp. You sing with your lungs? What do you sing with? I don't. Wow, boring. Yeah, believe it or not, my larynx doesn't exactly let me. But we're here now. Oh, please, with all those sick new mutations you're rocking, you couldn't even find a way to get a proper voice box? Look, all I got was the ability to puke and look scary. Wow, that's, uh... You know, I was going to say I'm proud of you for going the whole mutant route just like I did. But that's actually kind of disappointing now. I mean, a little, yeah. All I'm saying is I expected a little better from you. Well, I thought, you know, I'll show you up in another way. But, you know, we have the mutant we, we have the mutant thing, so we've got a little bit of give and take. You're a better disgusting mutation, and I'm a better wizard. Ho-ho! He's got jokes! No, no, no. No, I have facts. Well, then. He then spreads his arms out. Come on, show me. Hey, everybody, listening to the Odamcast. This is your editor, Mark. Uh, before we continue on to the battle between Cornelius and Ignatius, please listen to this message from our affiliates at Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique podcast. 
Like, hi everybody, I'm Pitney and this is Amelia from the Bitchin' Boutique. We'd love to have you explore our wonderful world of weirdness with us. All delivered with our signature humor, sassiness, and dare I say, bitchiness, general fandom, Star Wars, Star Trek, fabulous furries, horror, Pitney's obsession with eating terrible foods, Amelia's penchant for real cooking, the worst person in the world who thinks it's stupid to brush your teeth. Verity Noslin, who once cried in a Kinko's because the wrong copier was used. Trisha von Lichtenstein, a woman with a less than wholesome relationship with her car. But wait, there's more. Like everyone, we have our more serious sides, and we share a healthy dose of what makes us tick and what is important to us. Queer issues, women's politics, alternative spiritualities. Stop on by for a visit. We're sure you'll want to stay. Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique, wherever the best podcasts are found. So, you are allowed to have the first turn, Raiden. What would you like to do? Um... Let's start uh, Let's start off with Pain Reflection. Alright. Roll to cast for me. Yep, yep. And sorry, did we say that our... Oh, Keep. no, never mind. No. Uh, I'm going to spend two points of anti-life to Quinn. Do we have a pencil around here? Um, no. Do you want me to grab a pencil? Uh, yes, please. Okay. Uh, I'm going to spend two points of anti-life to roll two more dice. Actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to. Eight dice will hopefully get me through a 25 casting. Yeah, there's there's two tens in there, so we will do 43? 43. 43 to cast? No, I'm not done. I have to re-roll. Okay. Uh, 52. And then I'll roll my D100. <clears throat> for perils. Pest. That's a three. Uh, with a five, so eight. So, as you uh, prepare to cast the spell, Ignatius brings up his fingers and simply snaps. You feel an intense feedback, and then followed by a certain numbness. Not only does your spell fail, but you cannot cast a spell on your next turn. This is that arm, right? No. Okay. Alright, on his turn. He simply holds his hand out towards you and clenches his fist. Do me a favor and roll strength. I'm good at that. Just strength? Strength. Yes, just strength. Uh, not plus level? No. Okay. Why are my dice fucking huge? Quinn, how do I change this? Oh my god, why are your dice so big? I don't know. <laughs> Just a sec. There we go. God fucking... Hold on one sec. Fucking dice roller crashed. Hmm. I love using fake dice rollers. There we go. The physics on it froze. 40. 40? Yeah. So, as he does, you feel a powerful telekinetic force surround you. You may now not also move on your next turn. Okay. Alright, it is now your turn. Um, can, so, can I still make my attack? You can't move, but yes, you can yes, still it, attack. But when it says move, I'm assuming it just means like I can't leave my space. Yeah. Okay. So then I am going to roll my punches. Are you going to use I cast fist? I can't because that's a is that a spell or is that 
That is, does that count as a spell? That counts as a spell. Oh, wait, no, it does not count as a spell. And also you wouldn't be able to move closer to him, so you wouldn't be able to punch him. Yeah, no, 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 I just wasn't sure if that was a talent or a spell. It is, a, I think it's... It is a feat. Okay, so then I'm just going to use that. What was that? Was that on our end, or was that on their end? What they uh, that was right. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, that was... You had your volume on, too? Well, I'm turning it down now. <laughs> I wasn't planning on clicking on any videos. Neither was I. And yet here we are. Exactly. Alright, rolling to hit, we have... Uh... 42 to hit with the... Uh, with I cast Fist. So, as you, uh... As you launch it at him, he takes his finger and he flicks it right back at you. Make the attack against yourself. So, he can... Because that's not a spell, it's a feat. No. Is it just any... He can just do that to any projectile? Yes. Hmm. Okay. Um, how much damage does my... How do you do damage for melee again? 0k1 plus all your fists. Plus strength. Okay. I mean, all your feats, rather. All your fists. So, 0k2. <laughs> yeah, I think you could, the, the max you can do is 0k... Or no, because they have some that give you, like, plus 1... Like, 1k something. Mm-hmm. Damage-wise, with my fists, I... Vanilla, I do 7k6. Wow, those are powerful fists. It's almost like that's my shtick. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I do 1k2, not including strength, so I'm doing 6k2. Okay, so keeping 2, uh, I do 3 damage, so my armor ignores it. Okay. That's a low roll. Well, I get to make the attack against myself. I'm not oh, gonna keep you get to choose ten. which ones you keep. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, with your turn over, it rolls over to him, and he proceeds to cast Energy Meteors. So, he raises his hand to the sky, pointing, and then he immediately shoots it down. And as he does, that's enough to cast. You know, I just realized this fight, where I'm effectively just fighting Mr. Mime. Huh. I don't like that. (laughs) Should have thought about that before you just had me fight Mr. Mime. You're right. How could I be so blind and foolish? Alright, he's hitting you with energy meteors. Mm-hmm. And he gets five of them. These all have aura penetration of six. Yeah. So the but, first... Uh, physical, attacks, physical attacks go through armor, though, don't they? Magical attacks go to aura. All of them. Yeah, but don't they... Yeah, no, 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 I know, but some... I could have sworn some of them attack physical. I know that most evocation spells go against aura. Because they're the only spells that really deal damage. Could have sworn they did physical. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 29 for the first one. 29. 38 for the second. And oh, stop. Oh, sorry. Um, how much How much aura pen do they have? Six. Six? Okay, I think that goes through my aura. <clears throat> and sorry, you said 20 what now? Nine. Okay, what's the second one? 38. Okay. And then a 36. Okay. 28. Okay. And then finally, 39. Man, aren't you glad that I didn't pick that cheesy, cheesy power cam? And Ryan, I suppose. Yes. What what cheesy power? I don't even know. meteors? Okay. I mean, really, it's the same thing as Dragon Slave. It's just a lot. No, Cam, it's not! It's just a lot of damage in a single area. 
It's really not. They are two very different spells, Cam. Same power level. No, they very much aren't. The only reason why this guy has so much aura penetration is because of his feats. The aura penetration doesn't matter. What I'm saying is it's five separate attacks that I'll do a shitload of damage. Dragon Slave honestly isn't that good. Fair enough. Yeah, no, I could definitely understand that. Now Energy Meteors is broken as fuck now that I think about it. However, it is your turn, and from casting Energy Meteors, he now does not no longer has you in his grasp. That's and, true. And you can let's cast try spells. Pa- yeah, let's try Pain Reflection again and see if he absorbs it. Now I will spend two more two points of anti-life to increase my, the amount of dice I roll. That's a pretty fucking good roll. That's 48, and I'm re-rolling three. 76. 76? Yeah. You succeeded by two. (laughs) Uh, I'll roll my d100 again for Peril's Pest. You re-rolled three, so that's plus 15? Or plus 10? Yeah, so that's... uh, Yeah, 10. Um, 32... uh, 42 on the... Alright, make a dexterity or strength check. I'm gonna use strength. What? You don't want to use dexterity? Coward. My, I think my de- my dexterity is two. It would have been three, but mutations, I think, gave me one dex and then took it away. Huh. Oh, my strength is six now. Shit, whatever. So I only spent one point of anti-life. Wait, no, I should have been keeping six dice. Yep. Whatever, we're here now. Okay, so that's eight, eight. Jesus you Christ! Win. Okay, it was a piss easy test. Okay, nothing happened. A bunch of uh, howling winds happened, but nothing important. Was it just me, or does uh, does Ignatius get knocked over by the fucking wind? He had to beat a ten, and his dexterity is four. So no, he did not get knocked over by the wind. I mean, you could fuck up a roll. But I did. Alright, so, you cast Pain Reflection? He. He kind of, like, sighs to himself and says, Ah, God, I forgot you picked up Pain Reflection. Nobody likes somebody who uses Pain Reflection. Nobody likes the one who cheesed out Energy Meteors, idiot. Look, I only do what I do because it works. Speaking of... You only do what you do because you're a poor loser. Speaking of not working, give me a second. Yeah, I can tell you're not working. You said uh, 76? I don't remember. Yes. Yes? I'll say yes. Yeah, because he rolled 74. Four. So, he's going to spend some resource points on this one. His second try is able to dispel. And he says, ah, fucking finally. I gotta say... I don't remember remember how you spend action... Is that a resource point or a hero point? A resource point. Okay. He was... How How much did he beat it by? Oh, by like three. So what you're saying is if I had kept it and kept that six dice, it would have stuck around. I guess so. Fuck you, Cam. I, I'm not the one who has to keep track of your character sheet, Raiden. That is on you. God damn it. 
However, this one does not make you lose your next turn of spellcasting. Yeah. It is now your turn. It spells a reaction. No, he was using, uh... What, what's it called? He was using Ruby Ray on his turn. Oh, he was using the one that... He was using Dispel that's not a Dispel. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. He was actively taking his turn. <clears throat> yeah. Well, let's... Let's make him... Let's make him uncomfortable again. Burning butts. Burning blood? Not... No. 39. Jesus. And then 45. Rerolling. Uh, 69! Ah, 69! Oh, yeah! <laughs> and since he only rolled a 61, that succeeds. What spell did you cast? Uh, Burning Blood again. Oh, you cast Burning Blood? I thought you were casting yeah. Pain Reflection. In which case... Or, sorry, yes, no, P- Pain Reflection. I got the names mixed up, Jesus. Okay. He then says, Well, alright, if you're going to be a dick about this, then I'm just going to hit you anyways. Do it. And then Do it, he, pussy. He casts... No balls. ...yet again... Energy meteors, and he more than succeeds on the casting roll. Um, can you spend action points to uh, heal? Is that one of the things that you can do? I can't remember. No. What the fucking action points do? You mean I just you... know that they take a lot of stuff from a lot of systems. So I resource points or hero yeah. points. Yeah. Uh, you can only use those in periods of rest to heal. Mm. Okay. Hold on, quick five. <laughs> Let me take a nap. Sweepy. Alright, he is casting energy meteors. It is hitting both of you and doing much more damage. Okay. I am fine with this. However, Wait, it, does, hit... it does not penetrate aura. It doesn't penetrate aura? It does not penetrate aura this time. Oh, it's a choice, I see. Yes. It's a uh, feat, Elder Trick. So you can just choose so you can choose not to activate feats. Only certain feats. For example, Eldric Aura, you spend raises that you got on the casting check to have different effects. Oh, okay, okay, I see. All right. I can't believe I've n- I haven't picked that up yet. Like, none of my classes have done that. Sorry, and it's hitting both of us? Yes. So the first so one he... is 30. Sorry, so he's getting hit twice. No. He's just so he hitting said he's... you. He's hitting you, and the pain reflection is hitting him. Okay, sorry, I thought you meant we were... Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, 31 for the first one. Okay. 45 for the second one. Slow down here. Oh, sorry. So, um, you're keeping track of his damage as well? Yes. Because it, um, it's not damage after reduction. He's taking, like, the 35. Yep. Okay. Okay, th- uh, so the first one brings me in down to negative 5. Oh. Or, sorry, negative 4. Wait, no. One, zero. Negative four, yeah. And now here's a question. For those energy meteors, do they happen... Do they sequence, or do they count as technically all hitting, like, in the same round? I choose to believe that they're, and, like... Well, oh, they hit in the same round, but I'm choosing to Yeah, believe. no, no, how are we doing rules as written, though? Like, damage goes through, and then damage ends, or, and then the round ends? So every single one happens, and then the round and then, ends? And then... We, and then critical damage goes through and everything, right? And I probably wasn't even going to worry about that because I'm going to do it all narratively. Okay. 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 So, as the just absolute beams of energy crashing... I'm only at negative five. 
Negative five Keep is enough adding. to kill. Oh, I thought it was negative ten. Never no. mind. As the beams of energy come crashing down upon you, forcing you to the ground, one after another, parts of your flesh start to fall apart. By the time the onslaught of magical energy ends, you look over to Matri or to Ignatius rather, who is actually like he actually kind of like uh, has to struggle to not fall to one knee, but he is able to stay standing. Well. <laughs> It's been a while since I felt a good shock of magical energy. Really, uh, wakes you up in the morning, you know what I mean? It's noon, dumbass. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. And now for the finishing touch. You know your your secret move, uh, Cornelius? You know the one where you, you try to kill yourself? I mean, it's usually not try, it's usually succeed. But yeah, I get what you're going for. Well... I would, uh, I would just kind of avoid doing that for a second, if I were you. I don't want it. You're tiresome. He then pulls from out of his coat a magical wand and says to himself, You know, when you're escaping, or rather, when I ejected you, I had a feeling you'd come back for me. Though, I was hoping it wouldn't be like this. I was hoping you'd be actually get good and decide to serve me. But I suppose it can't be helped. He flicks it, and a little portal opens up right in front of him. Just a tiny little thing. He reaches through it, and it's like, oh, oh, where is it? Ah, there it is. Just like Ignatius to summon a flesh pocket. Gross. He then pulls something very familiar out of the portal. A small gold button. He then says, you know... It really almost feels bad doing this. I mean, after all, after all that I had to spend to make you live. Though you were a good test of a theory of mine. Now, oh, Fabius Bile. It's a shame you killed him, really. He was he was such a brilliant mind, but with so little imagination. You know, he was so focused on using demons to power his little contraptions, but... I'm sure he told you that demons are just energy. You know what else is just energy? A soul. Now, now, do tell me, when you were dead, before I brought you back the first time, what what was it like? Oh, I could... It was being dead. I could imagine... It was being dead, you jag. I could imagine it was like being in hell, right? Now, here's the funny thing. You weren't technically dead. I simply installed a little arcane device into the planet that whenever somebody died, it would trap their souls in a little jar. Well, a fairly big jar now. And that was the afterlife that you experienced. Oh, and I had to burn so many souls to get you back to life, little Cornelius. It really makes it a shame that I'm about to do this. His hand begins to glow in a magical fire. The little gold button melts to the ground. He then whispers some arcane words, and from your chest, a small little wax seal forms. Ah, there we are. Now your soul is permanently bound to your body. Just to make sure you don't do any of those regenerating tricks. I've heard of other death lords having multiple phylacteries. I'm just going to put a stop to that now. And I'll be happy to watch you die, but unfortunately I have th- some things to take care of. So, uh, ta-ta for now. 
and he begins to walk away. Now, Cornelius feels something strange, perhaps a tinge of shame, guilt, maybe resignation to fate? No, it and is not resignation to fate. You're right. It's, it's fucking warm. It's not resignation to fate. It's warm, almost burning, which is strange because up until now, you couldn't feel, and yet, for some reason, you feel, well, it feels like everything, warmth, coldness, and for probably the first time since you can remember, you feel a soul, and right now, that soul is burning within you. Not just bidding you to stand, commanding that you get to your feet and rub the smug prick smile from his stupid face. Um, Cornelius is standing. He is very, he's standing and he is walking after, after Ignatius. He hurts, oh, which yeah. is wild. It's, it, he hasn't felt, you know, hurt since his gladiator days. And, um, he can, you know, Ignatius is, um, humming to himself, talking to himself. He looks like he's probably thinking of fucking something he's gonna do. Yeah. And, um, Cornelius gets up behind him and puts his hand on his shoulder and turns him around and just clocks him as hard as he possibly can in his jaw. So. And he... Oh, sorry. No, no, keep going. So, Ignatius, like, as you turn him around, he doesn't even seem to notice he's getting turned around. And... He, he even has, like, the smug prick smile as you wind up your fist, as if his mind hasn't even processed what is going on. And finally, the impact. There was what appeared to be a psychic barrier around him that just smashes into oblivion the second your fist passes through it. And finally, his jaw slides with the force of your fist. His face deforms, and as you are punching him, a bubble appears between your fist and his face. A bubble of magical energy that swells and swells until finally it explodes, and Ignatius is sent flying. He skips across the ground once, twice, Three times before skidding to a stop. (laughs) As he turns around, processing what just happened, he looks at you. And the look upon his face is unlike anything you've seen. It is a look that, coming from Ignatius, you didn't know was possible. For the first time, Ignatius has looked at somebody with fear. Though the moment lasts probably less than even a second, it feels like it lasts for hours. Until finally, his face twists into a snarl of pure anger. He floats to his feet and puts his hand on his ear and says, I want you to take the big ship. I want you to point it at my location and fire. He then begins to walk towards Cornelius and says, I'm going to come back from this, Cornelius. 
but I'm going to enjoy the last thing I see before my body is destroyed is your face twisting in agony and dying. And now we cut back to the battlefield. So, things have not been going great for Ham and Atheris. Ever since the actual genital raiders have died, or no, not died, left, and Gilbert died, it seems like the army was waiting for them to leave before they attack. And now that they are coming at you, they're coming at you in full force. Every single plan you have is being countered. Every single move you make is being swarmed by enemies. However, what catches both of your attentions is that... Remember the ship that I mentioned? It was, I believe, not a large one, maybe just a a, a destroyer. Was pointed towards your ships and keeping them at bay, because it had such a powerful cannon. The strange thing is, it is now pointing at the planet. Now, a thought runs through your head. If the big ship is now pointing at the planet, who's protecting the rest of the fleet from you guys? It appears that Fio had the same thought, as he says to himself, This has to be my chance! So, the Cornate ship. When... It got its modifications. One of the modifications I mentioned was that it had two bulky, large thrusters stapled to the sides. The thrusters fire in full magnitude, launching the ship towards the enemy fleet, zipping in and out of laser fire. However, the two thrusters begin to detach from the hull of the ship. And as they detach, something you see on them is something that is quite strange to you. It looks almost like... arms. The Cornate cruiser slams into the ship with the cannon and grapples it with both of its arms and begins to... with its ship arms, with its meaty ship fists, and points it directly at the Funky Bunch main battleship. You know, I've never really been one for mechs, but goddamn, I want a piece of that action. I don't remember us owning a Voltron. <laughs> it's not a Voltron. When I went, I had to do some shipbuilding. They're just arms. It's not a mech. It's just a ship with fucking arms. Well, I mean, all mechs are just ships with arms, really. Yeah. You Transformer know, is just a car, really, car with arm, arms. I, with worms. With worms. I really <laughs> wish I could debate you, Ryan. I really do, but you're really right. <laughs> <laughs> So, as the ship is pointed towards, it appears that they cannot stop the firing sequence. And a burst of plasma, laser, energy comes from the ship and pierces through the main dreadnought. And then is proceeded to use to saw directly through it. Now, cutting back to Cornelius and Ignatius. Ignatius is staring at this with wide-eyed, open-mouthed shock. Cornelius has an ear-to-ear grin. Tell you what, Cornelius, you're not going to die today. I'm going to let you live, so that when I slaughter all of your friends and destroy everything you hold dear, I can Cornelius watch. is going to cut him off and just pop him right in there, just a good, a good old-fashioned straight-arm punch. This does catch him completely off guard, and he staggers back, like, a foot, before saying, Goodbye, Cornelius. 
I'll see you in your nightmares. He then draws a sacrificial dagger and slits his own throat. His body falls to the ground, and you are left alone, barely alive, but victorious. Meanwhile, flashing back to Ham and Atheris, everybody on the battlefield has simply frozen. A large, a loudspeaker behind the main forces says, or sorry, the main screen behind the forces pops up with a person you haven't seen before. A very serious military looking type individual who barks towards the troops. This is Commander Gottfried. This mission was a waste. Back to the ship, or you're being left behind. That is an order. And then the screen turns off, and the attacking forces begin to retreat. They get on their landing crafts, and they return to the ship. The entire fleet warps out. There's a dead silence among the troops, until one person says, Funky bunch, more like funky bitches. Am I right? I'm going to hold my hand out to high-five a theorist. Is the I high five him so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you nailed it. That was so good. Thank Full you. strength. I, I've, I've, you, I've been actually me workshopping. We really won this battle. We I, really worked hard to win this battle. I, I think I put in a lot of effort and I tried really hard and used a bunch of my definite psychic abilities that I have and use all the time. No, I, I, was, was funky bitches okay? Because I've, I've been working, sh- I've been workshopping that for like a while what now. What about the dunk? And what was, about the donkey bunch? The donkey bunch. Ooh, that's what good about too. The dookie, a dookie bunch. Oh, <laughs> dookie <like>. bunch. <laughs> oh, good. Good. Uh, and at oh that God, little We're so funny. We're such highbrow humor. Oh, my God. We're, we really are the new Rick and Morty. Oh, we're so fucking funny. <laughs> so the, I think one day we could even be as funny as, like, South Park. Oh, right? God, no. Oh, God. We'd never be that funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, at that, the entire fortress just erupts into applause and cheer and relief. They're cheering for you, Ham! They're cheering yeah, for your My joke. joke was so good! <laughs> Holds his hand up to his, beside his face, does that old, 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 old thing. <laughs> he, he orgasms. Yeah. No, not that old the thing. The thing. The other old thing. Uh, ovaries. Y- yeah, yep, okay. that's it. Orange that. juice. <laughs> that's OJ, not O. Uh... Uh, orangutan. Yes. But Is that because I'm a Sasquatch? Maybe, maybe, Sasquatch? maybe you should join me in culture sensitivity. Well, I guess Cornelius isn't even there, so I'm talking to no you one. Know, <laughs> <laughs> He's talking to a therapist. The, the voices are running through my head again. Man. Wait, hold on. You said join him. Is Ham already going to culture sensor? Uh, Cultural sensitivity training. Yeah, I believe we used to. I had, I had to, I had to squeeze it in because I made another dwarf joke, and that's like third, 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 uh, third mark, and you're out. So I have to go back. And I have to explain what I did, and I'm probably gonna have to do a presentation. It's gonna take a whole while, so I'm gonna have to push back my tailor appointment again. <laughs> yeah. Your tailor? You don't own clothes. I've been trying those to go to the tailor. Hey, those jean shorts are t- are t- tailor made for him. <laughs> 
Well, no, no one has his like strange. No, a few episodes we ago we said uh, he has been wearing those jeans for like sixty years. Yes, that's yeah, that's exactly it. But the reason why I'm wearing the same jeans is because I have to keep pushing back my tailor appointment. And this is just another situation where oh man, I got to postpone the tailor me or tailor another week. I've gone through four okay. tailors. I've gone through four tailors without meeting a single one of them. Mm-hmm. It's really hard because of your incredibly strange inseam that you need specifically tailored for you. <laughs> Ham's monster dog. None of them know exactly how to do it just because the increments are so different and weird and none of the things match up the way they should. Really, he's just a freak. I, I'll be right back. I gotta pee. Wow. Really? You're mature. In the middle of a recording, jeans. you're gonna pee? In the middle of a recording? Really? Wow. You're peeing? Who pees anymore? Grow yeah, up, Raiden. Raiden, wow. grow up. I'm just, it just goes to show you, like, the, unpro- the unprofessionalism in this work. On display here. Like, ugh. God, can we get Mark in? Can we get Mark in here? I mean, like, the diva podcasting with Raiden is just, it's killing me. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like Unless Raiden walks, like, I'm out. <laughs> well, I mean, that's unfortunate, because I don't know if we have a replacement for Raiden. I mean, if, 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 if I have to go, you know, Adam can take my place. He's objectively smarter and funnier. If, if Quinn has to go, we got Nolan. Nolan. Nolan's got some good stuff. He's got some good japes. He can do it. <laughs> yeah, does, walking. Does get replaced by Jude then, I guess? I mean, going by that logic. I mean, but I mean, like, the reason why Adam and my integration would be so seamless is because we're basically the same person, except one person's like patch 1.02. <laughs> He's a little bit shorter than you, but can also kill us. <laughs> right, yeah, Adam's a lot like you. He just knows how to use a knife in more deadly ways. Use how to, how to, he knows how to use a knife in such a way that he will both, he will both make our, any attempts we do to fight back useless and also he won't need the knife he'll just bicycle kick us to death right man that was the coolest thing when I saw him pull one of those that was shit you see in movies and here I am watching this holy fuck (laughs) this guy's sparring (laughs) oh my god that is real he just he got up holy shit he can do that cool nice I'm on team Adam (laughs) we've got his move set figured out (laughs) Adam is eligible for smash he's uh (laughs) Adam, Adam's one downside is his weak to zoning. <laughs> but then again, if he you think no about it, we abilities. all are. I don't think there's a single person in the world who's strong against guns. <laughs> Except for Adam. I feel like Adam would find a way. Yeah, Adam does. I, I, I Adam, don't even know what uh, I'm joking. Uh, finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> There we go, life goal. I gotta get Jeff Goldblum to see that line and record it for no particular reason other than I can. But can you, though? Well, I'll just get become a super rich director, and uh, I'll, and I'll hire Jeff Goldblum. Say whatever you want. And I'll hire Jeff Goldblum to say, like, I'll tell him it's a big-budget movie, and he's, a, he's he, but he's got a small part, and he can't see the rest of the script because of, uh, because of spoiler leak warnings and all that. So he does it. And then there wasn't actually a big movie all along. It was just me. Ha 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 ha. And I wanted that snippet. Thank you. You're welcome. So, on that note, I feel like now's a good time to end the podcast. Not the not the episode, the whole podcast. The whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're done, everybody. So, in this episode, we'd like to give a very, 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 very special shout-out to another podcast, 
Pitney and Amelia's Bitchin' Boutique. They have offered to uh, promo an episode, or no, do it, put a promo of us on their show, which is very nice because they are so much bigger than us, and we really, really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you very much. Um, they have Amelia's excellent chemistry. I highly recommend that you check them out. So, we do have a Twitter, and that's at Odamcast. O-D-A-M-Cast, but if you've listened this far, you probably know that. We also have a Tumblr, also at O-D-A-M-Cast. Please interact. A U- <laughs> please a at me, please. A YouTube channel. Guess what? It's the same thing it's been for the past 20 episodes. Ah, we've been doing this for a while, haven't we? We have. And... We've been making contents totally coming since episode 7, I just want to say that. Huh? We've been making content is totally coming out for the YouTube jokes since episode seven. Oh God! Jesus Christ! Then? So. Oh my God! We've been, that means we've been do making that joke for literally over a year. Ugh. Which is why we kind of stopped doing it and don't do it as often as we used to because you know, content's totally coming out though. Yeah. One of these days. That's the running joke. Speaking I mean, of, ha, ha, ha. speaking of running jokes, and having fun. What is our email? Of dice and mencast at gmail.com. Once again. Of dice and mencast at gmail.com. Again, my personal email address. No no connection to the show whatsoever. No connection. So. It's uh, a lot of really, really dusty inbox. I mean, there's a lot of single ladies in my area looking for me, but that's about it. But they'll <laughs> never would, find me. I would like to. <laughs> take me alive. <laughs> <laughs> Over my dead body, they'll find me those single women in my area. So, uh, yeah, this has been the Ovarian. Ovarian? Why are we using Ovarian? Why why are we talking about ovaries? Well, then fucking think of another ovary. Ovarian dingoes. Obligated. Nasty. I don't like this one at all. (laughs) Ovarian dingoes are nasty, of course. Obligated dudes are macho. Wait, nasty? It's an M. We're the O'Dan cast. We're the O'Dan cast now. Oh, dead. (laughs) Oh, man, does that mean I have to change my email address to Updice and Nencast? Ovarian dingoes are nasty. Can we stop starting it with Ovarian? Why? Because... I don't mm. like it. You don't like a lot of things. Unfortunately, we're here now, and I don't hear you suggesting anything. Obsolete. Too late, ovaries it is. And until next time, keep your teeth. Keep, keep your, your teeth. teeth. Keep your teeth, you beautiful little bastard. <laughs>